Oh, hey. Oh, hey hello guys. there. What what are you doing there? Uh, hi. G- good. What what are you doing in this fine coffee shop <laughs> at this late hour of the eve? <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. And uh, assuming this goes up on time, Happy New Year's. <laughs> Happy 2021! Wow, you made it. You did so it. So exciting. Yeah, if you're listening to this, you, chances are you're going to make it to 2021, which is a kind of big deal. It means you survived the yeah. year of Corona. This has been a tough one, yeah. but you made it. Oof. And be- because you made it, we're going to pretty much talk about that yeah. uh, this this whole time. And I'm excited about it, personally. We're going to do you know our normal mm-hmm. intro. And I'm going to currently plug my phone in because it's dying. <laughs> so give me one second. Hell yeah, hell yeah. We're sticking with our air of authenticity. That's never going to change. Authenticity, indeed. <laughs> authenticity. Oh, yeah. Very smooth, very nice. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's been a wild year. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's it's not always easy or breezy, but it's always worth it. And that's my slogan. God, I really thought you were... Um, I, Georgia... Well, I try to find another USB port on my computer and I can't. Damn, I really <laughs> thought you were going to go with it. It's not always easy. It's not always breezy, but it's always beautiful. But you didn't. It's a wasted opportunity. Wasted opportunity. Cover girl would be mad. You know, you know, I, 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 I've, I actually have, I have nothing. What did you learn this week? So, you know, uh, Elton John's song, Tiny Dancer. Now, I, I'm sure yes, a I lot of people know this fact, but do you know who it was written about? A small dancer who is not large. No, but close. Good guess. Uh, so originally it was written for Marilyn Monroe. Like that's what the thought was behind it. And that's what I uh, thought it was for years because I was told that as a kid. But apparently it got changed after Princess Diana's death. Elton John sang the song like for her. And he was like, you know what? Fuck Monroe. <laughs> like it's about. So, OK, so did he write Candle in the Wind for Marilyn Monroe because he felt bad? Candle in the Wind? Wait, did Candlemore write it for Marilyn Monroe? I, th- I, I, I was saying Tiny Dancer. Uh, there's a candle in the wind line in there, but I don't... You know, Isn't... Y- oh, wait, we're going to have to research yeah, this. No, further, I'm going to look like this one, up. I feel like one or both of those is about Marilyn Monroe, but now I'm I'm unsure if that's true in any capacity. Okay, wait, you are right. You are right. I am dumb okay guys see look here's the thing i i i never i'm not smart i know people who have told me i'm smart (laughs) and it is just not true i'm a big dumb big buffoon but not in like a bad way it's not a self-deprecation no no no, it's not a self-deprecation way it's like it's like spitting facts you know what i'm saying uh so okay so what did you find okay okay share the knowledge candle in the way that's the song i meant tiny dancer is it's its own song it's its own elton john song but Amazing. Candle in the Wind, yeah, that was about Mel- Marilyn Run- Monroe, and then he changed it to Princess Diana. That is really fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it, but he was just like, you know what, we're going to just change, he didn't change the lyrics or anything, like, <laughs> everything was the same, he was like, uh, but it's about a different person now, so. Yeah, I, like, like they're pretty, like, you can really sing Candle in the Wind for pretty you much You can anything. sing it for anybody, and it, it'll work, yeah. and they'll be like, oh, wow, that's so sweet, but, like, I don't know, I... I feel kind of weird about that. Do you think, honestly, do you think that takes away a little bit of the art of it? I'm not saying it's a bad thing to dedicate it to someone, like someone new, but I don't know. In my mind, it's like, oh, well, you can just like change the meaning of the song then. Does it really matter that much? Yeah, I mean, like, I think if you wrote it with one person in mind, Mm -hmm. if you wrote a song, if you wrote like a song that was intended to be 
played at anyone's memorial. That's one thing. But if you like dedicate a song to somebody and then somebody else dies and you go like, <laughs> oh, maybe this one. <laughs> yeah. That feels weird. weird. I don't know. Elton, like then again, Elton John, like I do love his music. If I'm being completely honest, I used to listen to it all the time as a kid and I listen to it now. But man, after seeing Rocket Man, I, I don't know how I feel about him anymore. Not because of any of his life choices or anything. Yeah. It, it's just the fact that he decided to make a bio flick about himself while he was still alive. Oh, all the more power to him. I, like, I yeah. honest to God, if I was as famous as Elton John, I would be unstoppable. I would be making, you know, a, a bio flick series. Really? Everything I wow. did, I would have an actor do it for me. And I'd be like, oh my God, look how cool God I am. God damn. I would not actually do that. I was about to say, I would not Georgia, that. this but, is a um, shock because that does not sound like you at all. I don't like being perceived at all. So that is the, that's not anything like In fact, like I if I was as but, famous as Elton John, I'd rather just not be perceived. If I was as famous as Elton John, I would not want to be. But, but honest, honestly, like, like I think that it's kind of cool to have a hand in part of your memory like being yeah preserved. no that is cool because like so many people die and then the the way that they're perceived by the media or the world after mm-hmm. their, their death they might not be on board with that's true so i think it's kind of cool that that can't be ruined in any way yeah i i agree and like granted mm-hmm. if i were as famous as elton john and there was a bioflick being made about me i would want to have a hand in it but at the same time he yeah. did make himself like there were definitely parts where he was brutally honest about it he was like yeah it was fucked up at some points but then there's other parts where he was just like i am god <laughs> like his first concert he levitates you know? and i'm just like elton i'm 99% sure you did not levitate at your first concert i think anyone who can wear sunglasses like that with that <laughs> amount of confidence does indeed have the power of levitation and maybe a few others we don't know about yet maybe, maybe you're right honestly i don't even if you if you were as famous as elton john what would you do i'm not gonna lie i've wanted I've thought about being famous and like thought about what it would be like to be that famous. I don't know that I would want to be that famous if I got known for this podcast a little bit and like, that was it. That'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. But if I was at Elton John's level of being famous and his mm-hmm. level of like income and stuff, I would make sure me, like my family, we are secure, but then I'd give away some of that money my God. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, I, and he does. I he, think he, he, does. No, he does. A lot of people do. But like, really, at some point, yeah, maybe I would get an in-ground pool. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> like, I, yeah, that'd be cool. Nothing wrong with an in-ground pool. No, I don't think so either. But like. They're in the ground. They're pools. <laughs> they're pools. It's fine. But like, I don't understand. Like, I saw a picture of Justin Bieber's like mansion. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, oh, God, it's no. humongous. It's giant. Like. There's a place in the center that just opens up like a sky, like a roof. The roof opens. And I'm like, you don't need that. No one needs that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm home for Christmas break right uh-huh. now. And me and my sister swapped rooms. Oh, my God. Like, we swapped our childhood bedrooms because the mattress turned my back. And every single time I go to the room, I go into the wrong room, <laughs> which makes me 100% confident if I had a mansion, oh my God. I would get lost every day. I would have to hire a full-time search committee. I couldn't imagine living in a mansion, knowing myself, especially because, like, I'll be single mm-hmm. still, I'm sure. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> Putting a lot of happy energy into the Oh, hey, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, dude. I'm saying it's... Hey, it's true. It can be a great thing. But I would definitely... I, I would get lost in a mansion that big. So, no, I, I oh, wouldn't yeah. want that. I would try to live fairly simple. Honestly, 
if I could just like live, make art and like just be happy like that, that'd be great. You know, be yeah. happy is a big, it's, it's a big like one to ask for. If I could just be happy. Yeah. Um, so Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, talk to me. What did you learn this week? On a completely different train from what you learned this week, I learned how to get rid of a wall and build a new one. Whoa. I spent spent my day helping to demo my grandma's bathroom. Um, And so we knocked out a wall, which is really fun. If if you (laughs) ever get the opportunity to just break something that you don't have to put back together, I highly encourage that you do so because it's very fun. It sounds like a good time. Did you use any like cool tools? Honestly, this was all like, manual my my dad was using a mini jackhammer which was like the coolest thing ever and i would like the idea of it was cool but i know if i tried to use it it would have blown me across the room and it would not have been that fun but it was fun to watch him do it oh for sure for sure i love power tools more than like many things in the world like Mm -hmm, i am mm -hmm. i am a genuine power tool fiend um they're my favorite dude stop chiefing the power tools bro pass the tool But, but at the end of the day I can't be any bigger than I am. Like my height is my height mm-hmm. and I'm a pretty mm-hmm. small person. And there are some power tools that aren't, are not built for me. Yeah. And a jackhammer is one of those. Like that's not going to do well for me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, what you just said, I feel that so hard. The, the, yeah. I'm as tall as I'm going to be. And I just got this like, I'm, it. <laughs> I hit five, nine and just stopped. And I was like, well, this is it. This is life yeah. now. <laughs> this is what I, I got a nice five too. So, Hey, if you ever need someone to like go into a small place, I can do that for you. <laughs> but if you hey, want me to get something tall, I can actually, I, I'm pretty good at climbing. So I could probably also get that for you. <laughs> Um, but what's, what's an example of how my height hinders me? It's not that it's it's like, I'm a pretty average height. It's it's not that big of a hindrance until it is. Like, can you ride all the roller coasters at Carowinds? I can, and I do not want to, but I can do it. Hey, then you, you, in my eyes, you're missing nothing then. See, when I was a kid, I would like go around amusement parks and try to hit like all the roller coasters, you know? Uh And I felt like as long as I'm tall enough to ride them all. I don't care. I don't have to be any taller in my life. So really, 52 inches at Bush Gardens, like, that'll get you into every ride. If I stopped yeah. growing there, I'd be happy. When I was a kid, um, I was too short to ride all the roller coasters, and that could be mm-hmm. why I never did. Um, now, yeah. the only thing my height keeps me from is being a rockette, which was my childhood dream. I wanted to be a rockette. And they have to be, like, 5'7 to 5'11. Damn. Um, and I miss that by a hot little piece there. Good five inches there, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, like, that's fine with me until I watch the Rockheads dance, and I'm gonna, like, man. <laughs> You're like, damn it. But, but also, like, I, I think I love, I love the dancers as, mm-hmm. as, like, as performers. I don't love the practice of, like, choosing a body type that gets to do anything. Right. Um, like, that's not really my vibe. No, that's but, not But, like, cool. I, don't, I don't blame the dancers for that. I think that what they do is really, really cool. Um, don't blame the players blame the game yeah that's a lame game <laughs> buddy I don't I don't have to ride <laughs> but, but yeah I got to, I, yeah okay I, I got to take out a wall I used that's a so little cool. crowbar and a hammer hell yeah um, and it was very fun I got to work with my dad and my sister which was really fun because when I was a kid we did a renovation on our house and I was too little to do anything damn um, and so I just kind of like wandered around and was like I don't know how to use power tools but that looks fun so it was it was really rewarding to get to work with right my like my family and and get to build something and I built a wall and that was cool that's cool as um fuck. yeah so I had a great time like I built stuff for work before like I, I built um flats for sets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
so it really wasn't that I like did anything I didn't know how to do, but but I I, I had never taken down drywall right. or um you know blown out a wall. Or Just like getting to do that with the family, you know. Oh yeah, that's nice. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Go pull up some tile. Get a crowbar. <laughs> break something in your house. It's, it's fun. It's bonding. That's what it is. Yeah, it's bonding. Go break some stuff. Go break the bathroom with your parents. Ah, it's a fun time. <laughs> Uh, we just put this one in it's gone it's now fine. now you'll put another one in next year it's okay yeah it, but it, yeah it was really enjoyable so that, yeah. was, that was what i learned today i but, had a good time that's awesome well uh you want to go ahead and hop in hop into the episode then oh yeah let's, let's get see. into our our serious vibes or, or probably not probably, it'll probably it's be just, just like gonna this. be this <laughs> oh yeah it's just gonna be this but we're gonna put some music in between to make it different do, 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 do. all right we'll see you in a minute bye And we're back again. Hello. Did you enjoy that uh, intro music? Because I know Ooh. I did. <laughs> we haven't heard it yet, we um, but I can't wait to hear it. It's going sure to it's it's be great. Oh, man. Here we are. The new year. I'm so glad it's 2021. I'm so glad. If you can't tell, it's not been the new year for us yet. It's... Um, Nope. And we're not going to actually pretend that it is. Uh, it's but, not. But <laughs> we're going to release this on New Year's. And, and mm-hmm. I hope to listen back to it then and get to reflect a little bit on 2020. And so, yeah, we're going to kind of recap it, I guess. Yeah. Talk about what happened. How was it? Is it? Are we glad it's over? What are we going to do next time? What next time? Like next year or next pandemic? What are you talking about? 2021. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, because like the, the reality of it all is, is like, it's going to be 2021 and there's still going to be a pandemic. Yeah. There's still going to be no, absolutely. You know, social unrest. There's still going to be people who are hurting. And there's still going to be um, people who aren't wearing masks. I'm sorry. I, if you're listening to this and there's still a pandemic, please wear a mask. Please be safe. Just please. We're really tired of our friends getting sick. Common sense is like one of those things that I feel like is easy. You know, I feel like, and here's the thing. I yeah. lack common sense sometimes, but you like do. you do. Well, okay, you don't have to rub it in. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I know you know. I like I, you didn't have to say yeah. That's just confirming it for everyone else. But you don't but, have to agree with me. I'm just saying. I said you know. Wow, I just feel like that one's so simple. You know, uh, it's okay. So talk to me about your year then, Georgia. Like highs and lows. <laughs> you know what? Oh, that's far too broad. (laughs) Highs and lows of my year. Let's do it in like a couple of sentences. Mm -hmm. Some highs would be, I am healthier now. I think I have matured in a lot of ways. I have created a lot of things that I am proud of. I have become closer with people that I love. I am more in touch with my soul and who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Some lows are everything it took to get (laughs) highs. What a mood. (laughs) Lots of fighting with myself, lots of being alone by, Mm -hmm. you know, the force of, I mean, when we went into quarantine, um, I got separated from essentially most of my friends, except for Dakota. And for a section there, even Mm -hmm. we weren't able to see each other. My boyfriend went back to Oregon. My family and I kind of decided collectively that I was not going to come home for the summer. And I chose not to work for the summer to focus on my health. And I spent the majority of 
my time just kind of with my thoughts and by myself. And <laughs> while I am an introvert, I had not taken the time or the the willingness to sit back and actually kind of take stock of where I was. Yeah. And so that was really, really <clears throat> yeah. difficult. And I had a lot of really hard moments with that of reckoning with if I was happy to be with myself alone and to find that I wasn't and to have to change myself Ooh. kind of systematically until I was. Yeah. Or I would say I wouldn't say change myself. I would say let go of the things that were impairing me as a person and keeping mm. me from being the better version of myself and right. the happier version of myself. And so that overall was not a, a huge vibe. Like it, <laughs> it, it created something good in my life, but it sucked. For yes. a minute. It was really not fun. Oh my God. So that was, a, that was a low. Um, but like, like a lot of the traditional lows, like, like uh, that everyone's like, Oh my God, we, we didn't have the college experience. Like that didn't really impact me that much. Me neither. I don't know. It's interesting. We, though we had very different years, we also mm -hmm. seem to have pretty similar years in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people had that, like as a collective, we all had the chance to sit inside and be alone with our thoughts for the first, yes. like for some people, the first time ever, you know? And like, sure, we still had our phone and connection to the internet and everything. But like, I, I was really glad to be able to take some time away from that to help yeah. grow some. It was, it was a rough year. It was like mental health, bad uh, for, for a while anyway, like. There were some good moments. Like you said, mm -hmm. once COVID hit, like we saw each other for a while and I had a small quarantine I was with, but sometimes the quarantine was unsafe or more people than it should have been. And it was, uh, I don't know. There, there was a lot there. And I did spend a lot more time alone, especially when the fall semester hit. Yeah. But out of that came this, which is really mm -hmm. good. So like yeah. out of that low, which was most of this past fall semester it was it was a tough one out of all of that though we yeah. created something really awesome yeah I, i'm proud of a lot of the things that have come out of this year but i think for a lot of college students the main thing that i've seen that has been so difficult and i i, I do think this can apply to a lot of ages but for, for college students it was, it was specifically hard because most of us not not so much me because like i i had gotten to do a lot of the like quote unquote adulting stuff before I actually left home. Right. For a lot of us, it was just kind of like we were out in the wild already. Mm -hmm. And then someone said, okay, now you can't go back inside. You cannot go back to your nest. You cannot right. be protected from here. A, a lot of my friends got fully isolated from their parents and their family mm -hmm. because the options were go home and don't see any of your you know, your chosen family or yeah. choose your chosen family and, and miss out on your born family. And and that's mm -hmm. a that's a really hard choice to make. And it left a lot of us in this kind of terrible position of just like, okay, well, what's safest? And a lot of us had to choose our college friends because we yeah. knew that it was safer to be around people who were less at risk. Yeah. Which was, I, God, that sucked. It was terrible. That was a really tough decision. It was, I, I don't know. It wasn't, I guess it's hard for me. I know a lot of people who it was hard for, and I know a lot of my friends ended up going home and it sucked and it was a long time without them before the fall semester. <laughs> but my family, and this isn't a bad thing by any means. In fact, I'm glad they, uh, I don't know, support my independence. But <laughs> yeah, my dad was like, get a job. And I was like, shit, all right. So like, there, here, we go. here I am delivering pizzas a few months later. And it's like, yeah. I, you know, I will say being able to have an income and like kind of take care of myself though, mm -hmm. it was really nice. I think in that way, I grew a lot this year too, because mm -hmm. the past couple of years, despite being, you know, off campus for my sophomore year, 
freshman year and even to some extent sophomore year, it felt kind of like not real life yet. You know, we weren't like out in the world. We weren't doing our own things, making our own money. We were in college and getting our education and having the college experience. And this year kind of like took all that away. and was just like, here you go. Now you have to figure out how to live in the world. But not only that, do it during a pandemic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's nuts. It was, I, this is probably one of the most bizarre times to grow up. It, it is, but honestly, I, okay, I, it sounds bad. Like, of course, obviously, if I could make there be no pandemic, I would have there be no pandemic. But at the same time, I am very glad I am this age in my position, like where I'm at during this time, mm-hmm. because it's helped me grow a lot, despite all the shittiness. Yeah. I'm really glad that I can look back over the year and despite seeing all the hard times the bad times the times where i felt like shit and didn't want to feel anything like looking back at all that and realizing what i've gained from it how much i've grown from it what i've learned from it it's really nice Mm -hmm. for the first time ever i this year when i turned 20 someone asked me they were like do you feel older and i was like yeah for the first time ever because every year people are like ah do you feel a year older and it's like no aunt debbie i don't feel a year older (laughs) I feel the same. I'm just, age doesn't work like that, fool. But uh, I, like I did this year, I was like, holy shit, I feel like an adult. And I feel better about being on my own. I feel like I'm going to be able to take care of myself and figure this out. And yeah. a lot of that's thanks to this year. We have, we had a talk with one of our guests who, whose episode will be releasing after this one. And he kind of reminded us of like, we've had all these epiphanies this year. And those mm-hmm. those levels of growth will continuously keep happening every every year or few years you'll have that moment of like oh my god i get it now and then it will just kind of restart and we're kind of fortunate to be in a moment of like oh i get it i get it i understand i understand and in a few minutes it's gonna fade (laughs) oh for sure but it is nice to be at a place where it's not just you because i feel like before everyone has those moments in their lives that they get to at different points we were all able to have like a collective one yeah, it well, it was nice because like 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 I said earlier about like being an an adult before mm-hmm. I graduated high school. I I didn't exactly take like a a really structured gap year. I worked and did college classes. What would have been my senior year of high school, so I wasn't really actively a student. And mm-hmm. I at the time my grandfather was in hospice. My mom wasn't around a lot. My dad was working, and so I like kind of skirted around my parents almost entirely. It was like I lived alone in this house. Wow. And I found myself kind of existing. In this plane of, like, I'm protected entirely, mm-hmm. but I have a very large level of responsibility over my own life and my own well-being. Right. That my parents have absolutely no impact on because I was 18. Yeah. And when I got to college, I met a lot of people that were like, I don't know where you put the Tide Pods <laughs> in the washer. And I was like, I'm pretty much functional at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say I've learned so much from you, if I'm being completely honest. Like... <laughs> I, so many things that should be basic knowledge for everyone. I'm like, okay, just take, like, and it, like I'll just do little notes in my brain. Like, you'll be like, yeah, you know that. I'm like, of course I know that. And I'll just be like, okay, just write it down. I was laughing at my mom the other day because, like, I make a lot of jokes about, like, and, you know, everybody knows that. And she's like, Georgia, I, people don't know that. I taught you that. You don't normally learn that until you're, like, 30. And I'm like, uh, oh, oh. Whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Please share this knowledge. I, here's, let's let's go around and give our best adulting knowledge oh, to yeah. any <clears throat> any generation. Go, um, go for here's it. My first piece of knowledge is 
Um, more things in your house need to be cleaned routinely than you think for safety. Mm. The vent of your dryer will could be a fire hazard. You should go clean it out. Clean your disposal, and you should. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a there's a filter in your fridge that you can clean. Not all fridges, but there's a, like a filter in some of your fridges that you can clean that is good. Um, and you should clean those things. Mm-hmm. You should clean everything in your house if you have the time. But there are some things that are like safe to clean, and you should do so. Ooh, that's good. Other other knowledge that I have. Oh, uh, don't put hot things in the refrigerator or the freezer <laughs> because they will make condensation and they'll spoil the things around it and they'll make the whole, they'll rise the whole temperature of the fridge really? um, and it can spoil things. When did you learn That's that one, Georgia? When I put something hot in the fridge when I was a child <laughs> and my mom said, don't put hot things in the fridge and you'll spoil the milk. Some of my best adulting advice is, first of all, from personal experience. This wasn't, wasn't something I ta- was taught, but this was coming from me cleaning out my car a couple of weeks ago. Excellent. You don't need everything. <laughs> like, I I have a really <laughs> bad habit. Like, not uh, trash I can throw away easy, but, like, there's some things that you don't need anymore. You don't need that pair of underwear from a few years ago that's just been in the oh, trunk yeah. of your car for like six months. You can throw it away. That receipt for the shirt you can no longer return. You, you don't, don't need, need it. That. You don't need that shit, honestly. And there's like, I don't know. I have in my closet some like ski bibs and ski jackets because... Because it snows half an inch <laughs> once a year and right, Halloween, right. you're prepared. No, my dad got rid of them out of his garage and he was like, here, take these. You you live in cold. And I was like, thanks, dad. And I put them in my car. That was like June, right? Yeah. And I yeah. didn't, I, I pulled them out before I came home for Christmas. In a word of adulting advice, advice if you're surprised when you find it, <laughs> You, you probably won't it. miss it if you throw it away. Just get it out of there. I'm, when I get back to the apartment, because I'm not back there yet, but when I do go back, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things in my, like, clo- like yeah. I just stuffed it all in my closet in different, like, sections. It went either on the top shelf, on the rack, or on the floor. And I'm just going to throw a lot of it away. It's got to go. Oh, yeah. I, I have, pe- people, like, tell me that I have, like, clutter in my room, but... It's hard, it's hard for me to explain that I just have an obscene amount of hobbies that all require <laughs> yes! a large oh amount God. of materials. And, and right? my room is really well organized. It's just like, there's a lot of things that are organized. But there's also a lot of things that like I could get rid of, but I have a really bad habit of being like, but what if I need it? Um, <laughs> and I think I'm getting to the point in life where I'm like, mm, I, don't. I don't. I've moved mm-hmm. three times now in college. I've moved on my own with like help from one or two friends. Um, I, I haven't moved with my parents in, since I moved to college. And I can... 100% very comfortably say you do not need all that stuff. You don't. Yeah, you don't. When you need to move again, you will cry. I Last time I moved, I threw a shoe at my boyfriend and started sobbing. Oh my God. And I'm not like a crazy person. <laughs> like I, that's not my personality. Cody, you can agree <laughs> that I very rarely throw shoes at people. Very, can definitely. In fact, I don't think I've ever seen you throw a shoe at someone. Yeah, only one person has, and it's Max, because I threw a shoe at his head <laughs> while crying because I was so tired of moving all of my belongings. It was all my stuff. I'd say that's I don't very valid. You had the right. It's fine. Yeah. So so uh, that's that's my advice. Get, get rid of the stuff you're surprised to see. Mm-hmm. Don't put hot stuff in your fridge. And uh, what's one more? Love yourself in the love languages that you love others in. Yes. If your love language to love others isn't words of affirmation, telling yourself that you're great every day won't really make you feel better. Mm -hmm. 
But if your love language to love others and is quality time, go take a bubble bath. Dude, that's something very important I learned this year. Taking time mm-hmm. for yourself, whatever it is that you can do by yourself that makes you feel at peace or like happy, taking that time every day, every oh, day. Yeah. I, I drove up to the airport literally almost every single day this year. Like mm-hmm. I just drove up there. I would look out over the mountains in Kaluwe, which is honestly, I can say truly that it feels like home, you know? It's so beautiful. When Whenever we do end up moving away for like other things after school, I'll still feel like that's home. I can sit there and go back and like look at the mountains like that, home. Yeah. But having that time for yourself, incredibly important. And you find so much in that. I don't know. Yeah. It's great. I, f- I think another like coping mechanism I learned in college is like, it's okay for your time to yourself to not be like other people's time mm-hmm. to themselves. Yes. Like my first summer that I lived in the mountains alone, there were friends around, but I, I worked all the time and it was a pretty stressful summer and I, I wasn't really the happiest version of myself. And I would do things like, I'm going to do like a facial and I'm going to take a bath. And I was like, this doesn't do anything for me mm-hmm. you know what worked for me i would go to blue ridge parkway i would sit on my car like the top of my car and i would yell at the mountains that's the weirdest <laughs> thing ever but wow that's better than therapy yeah. sit on the roof and yell at stuff i wow that's good dude screaming out into the mountains when it's like just you and the mountains and you can just scream out yes. into it nothing like it no better feeling if you if you live in Kaluwe, if that's where you listen to this podcast please T- take go take some time go yell at the mountains it'll change your life really <laughs> it really will i like and like where wherever you are find that thing that you're like you're like here's a thing that i have a weird urge to do as long as it's not going to harm you or others oh, yes yeah don't do it if it's gonna harm nope. you or others <laughs> if it has very limited impact except taking like an hour of your time one our sophomore year mm-hmm. cody and i were having a ridiculously bad day it was october and we jumped in the river oh my god the, the, the takasiji river we jumped in the river it was God, the water had it was freezing degrees. oh it, no like, it was so cold it reset our brains like nothing mm-hmm. ever could i like, we, just go do something <laughs> we like were, I, dude i will never forget that day honestly such like i was i was balling i hopped in the river and i was just like oh my god my life changed i do believe yes. it, you know, have you read about why that happens why Okay, this is an amazing, this is an amazing pro mental health tip. When you start panicking or you get incredibly emotional and you can't get out of it, mm-hmm. your brain is, is your nervous system is so messed up. It doesn't really know where you are. And what you need is either to completely calm down, which may not be possible, or you need to shock yourself out of it in a non-harmful way. And I'm making very clear in a non-harmful way. Yeah. And one of the best ways you can do it is cold water. Stick your face in cold water. Bucket ice, cold water. Stick your face right in it. It will target your fight or flight and fully reset your brain and you'll stop panicking. Holy shit. Like sometimes when I'm having a really tough time, I'll go just like sit in the rain if it's raining. And it it just like, for me, some of it's like, like this like, like earth energy is also really powerful. But if you don't have access to that, just like sticking your face or taking a cold shower, Mm -hmm. it'll kind of like kick it out of you. It'll kick your brain into a place where you can process like you might still be sad or worried or or feeling something but but you can calm down and that's so massively important and that's kind of what we did jumping in that river yeah no absolutely that makes so much sense i know people who love cold showers to like start their day 
I don't. That's I'm not one of those people. <laughs> not me. It, you won't catch me doing it. Like literally, absolutely not. If if like I stick my hand in and the water's like cold and it's not heating up, fuck mm-hmm. it. I skip the shower. Sorry. The idea <laughs> that I could even get up early enough to take a shower before the beginning of my day is Mm-mm. otherworldly. No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Definitely not. But I I understand why people do it. I just it's yeah. not it's not for me. But yeah, I I guess that would be like not the cold shower part. The thing I learned that was most important this year, and the thing I feel like that everyone should do, because what everyone needs is different, but everyone should be able to take that time by themselves to be, like, alone, completely alone, and, like, find what works for them. Find that yeah, thing. Find find that space. Mm-hmm, that space that they can take, even if it's just space to think, you know? Mm-hmm. I not enough people or not think or not yeah oh my god i'm neurotypical not neurotypical what is the what is the word that's just like sorry sorry neurotic i'm neurotic as hell (laughs) i uh i sit there and uh, i'm neurodivergent cody's neurotic i i (laughs) i overthink fucking everything yeah and so it does take a lot for me to like sit there and relax realize that it's okay even if i'm Mm -hmm. freaking out a lot of my anxiety comes from just like me not knowing where to start with something and I'll be overthinking every detail yeah like way too much before I can even get a handle on what I'm supposed to be doing that's that's when I know it's time for me to go up to the airport like sometimes I'll have a shit ton of work to do and like not enough time to do it and yet I'll still make time to go up to the airport like mm-hmm. chill relax then I can get back down and actually start working on it get your brain right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That totally makes sense. I think that's so important. And, and, you know, that's something Kristen Hedberg actually helped me with because Mm -hmm. I was sitting there freaking out. She was like, dude, take your time now. Mm -hmm. Don't do anything else first. Do this first. Then you'll be able to do everything else. And changed my life, honestly. Like... It's so important to prioritize what you need in in a way that is healthy. and Exactly. Like, taking 10 minutes to yourself when you have, like, three hours of work to do is is way more beneficial than you could ever yes, imagine. Yes, it is. It is. Or or even, be- like, uh, something I would talk to my therapist about, which is, like, timers just for getting work done. We got a shit ton of work. Yes. She was like, your, timer. your brain, everyone's brain, will, like, automatically start to drift after 45 minutes. Like, 50 minutes technically, but if you set a 45-minute timer, they give yourself 15 to finish out the hour just to relax. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. You get so much more done. You're so much more productive. And like the work that you put out is better. Oh, yeah. It's it's good. There's, there's it's good really stuff good. out there. There's, there's a lot of good strategies. Yeah. If, if you could go back to the beginning of the year mm. and give yourself, going back to one of our classic questions, if you give yourself three sentences of advice for this year, what would you tell yourself? Oh, God. I don't even... <laughs> what can I say to like prepare myself for this? Three sentences, I'd be like, Hey man, don't freak out. Just breathe. Stay calm. You're going to get through it. That's, you know, sentence one. Like a lot of commas and semicolons or whatever you need to like make that work. Uh, And then sentence two would be that take time for yourself. Prioritize your mental health. Put that first. And then I'd say, I'd say for my last sentence, I would say make sure to pay attention to all of your friendships equally and don't question yourself like if you want to do something if you want to make something happen which clearly i did like Mm -hmm. don't question yourself just do it that's something to take into next year i feel take Mm -hmm. whatever and put it next year but yeah what what about you three sentences 
the beginning of the year was not like it was fine yeah. for me um mm-hmm. uh, to a degree like i i don't remember a lot of well maybe it wasn't fine i don't remember a lot of it um which is a I, yeah. good sing- signal it wasn't fine i i really only remember kind of like the summer on i i have a lot of like fogginess from that first semester even when we went to qu- into quarantine um, just because I was I was so physically unhealthy, I, I started losing my my short term memory, and so I, I lost a lot of that time. If I could go back and give myself advice, I would say, fight like hell. You're gonna have to, mm. and I did, and I'm proud of that. I would say, who you are, is going to change. Let it. I I've been unhealthy for most of my life. Seeing myself healthy has made me reckon with change both physical and mental and personality and that sucks a lot like you it even if it's better you still have to be like who is that who is that person (laughs) and you have Mm -hmm. to like kind of be like why do i like it i don't know (laughs) um it's it's been like me like cutting my hair too many times and dyeing it pink and <laughs> oh my god changing the way i dress and being like do i like that no do i like this no the pink hair was good the pink hair was really good i did love the pink hair bring it back <laughs> oh i probably will it's been so many little pieces of change that have kind mm-hmm. of conglomerated into what i recognize now is, is a a big change that i'm happy with but that was took time right and my third piece of advice i think would be trust that you were loved Always by others and always by yourself. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really good. Those would be my pieces of advice. That that last one really hits. And also that second one, I, I got to say, like, I feel that, but not as much. Like, I, I did change a lot this year, mm-hmm. but I will say, like, throughout my time at college, yeah, I have changed. Everyone does. Everyone does. But, like, and this year was a big part of that, but I can clearly see, like, my progression throughout. And I can look at the person I was when I came in. Versus the person I am now, two very different people. Like, honestly, I, I'm a different human being. I mean, like, like I, you're always going to be Dakota to me, but I, I can see, like, a positive change. For sure. No, and that's the thing. I'm the same person, but at the same time, different, more mature, better in a good way, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a lot of people are. A lot of my friends yeah. that I came here with that, oh my god, all of us freshman year... Oh yeah, we've all changed and grown together in in a lot of ways. I, I I'm proud of that. I love I love the people I've gotten to grow up with in college. Oh my god, it feels I mean, it, y'all you guys are my family here. Mm-hmm. And it it yeah. does feel like that. We're growing up together. We're figuring out life together. Like these are the people we're yeah. going to be working with. It's incredible. Learning how to do it. Yeah. It's great. I love it. If you're going now into 2021, oh yeah. What advice do you give yourself for the next year? Um, and then when we do this New Year special next year, we'll see how it did. Yeah. Oh, my God. So advice for this year. I'm going to try to take some of the things I've learned from this past year and try to apply it. But OK, so take the time that you need in the way that you need it, no matter what. Put put yourself first. Not in like a selfish way, clearly. Not in like a you're better than every, but like a. If you need the time, if you need to be by yourself, do it because you need that time. I'm a bit of an introvert. I I, I very much enjoy that time alone. And so I never want to deprive myself of that because I know I get bad at that. Uh, I'm a four. I go into two when I get stressed. And so I'll just sit there and be like, if anyone's like, hey, can you hang out? You want to hang out right now? I'm like, yes, please. I will be there. Even if it's like three people asking on the same night, I'm like, yeah, no, I can make it work. So... Mm-hmm. 
really prioritizing my time above others. Mm-hmm. And then I I would also say try to look at every situation as objectively but also as positively as you can because you know as a middle child I settled disputes in my family a lot a whole lot Mm -hmm. and so I would sit there and like try to objectively look at both sides of the situation see Mm -hmm. where the conflict was and resolve it from there so I want to be able to do that with situations in my own life because I know I can't. It's really hard to do. I look at myself and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm fucking right because I'm me, duh. But like, it doesn't always work like that. So I, I would encourage myself to look at it objectively and then try to put a positive spin on it if you can. Yeah, yeah. And then third piece of advice for this year. You know what? Let's, let's take it old school. No matter what happens, just breathe. In every situation, just breathe. That's first, you know, first thing. If you're panicking, if you're angry, if you're sad, if you're happy, all of it, it all applies. Just breathe. Be in the moment for a second and go from there. Love that. What about you? Mm, I would say my advice for myself going Mm -hmm. into the next year is trust yourself a little bit more mm. trust that the way that you live life is okay trust that you can set new routines and changes and that no one's going to question them because they're <laughs> your life yes um trust that your thought process is sometimes a little bit all over the place but you can center it in and, and get to where you want to go trust that i th- i think my next piece piece would be Find more time for the things you love that are never going to go anywhere. Like, I can make a painting and not be a painter all the time. I can learn to play an instrument I don't plan to make money off of. I can go and try to play soccer, even though I'm terrible at it, but I find it very fun. Take time for things that are going to really do nothing for you except for bring you joy. And bring you happiness. I love that. Hell yeah. And I, I think my, my final piece of advice is I want to, or uh, this is more of an affirmation than a piece of advice. I want to rest in joy. I think that a lot of the time I find my default in either anger or frustration or sadness. Mm-hmm. I want my defaults to be joy. I want to rest in joy. And whatever else comes at me i hope that i can fall back into joy yeah instead of falling back into frustration and having to keep myself happy and keep myself joyful i want to be at rest there and have everything else be a a building block on top of that that's a big goal that's a big that's a big dream but that's what i want i think that's fucking beautiful and yeah i think you can do it shoot for it because like joy is a hard a hard thing to have. And I'm glad I, I got that distinction when I was young. One very good thing I got being raised Christian. It, it was more from my mom rather than the Southern Baptist church. Uh, but that like being joyful and being happy are two very different things. So true. You can always have that like baseline of joy. It's all about your outlook and perspective on the world though. Whereas happiness is a feeling that you get and it's fleeting. Mm-hmm. Happiness is always fleeting, but you can always be joyful. And content. Yes. So yes. yeah, you can you can be joyful and be sad. You can yeah have hardship in your life and and celebrate with with joy in it. I find I found many moments of this year to be blessings, despite the 
the genuine sadness and, and difficulty of this year. And like, as we, as we have mentioned many times, like you and I have been very fortunate to not be, I wouldn't say we weren't affected, but we were not right as affected as, as many people that I know, which is, is very difficult. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in that sadness, I have still found a lot of joy. Same. And that is a proof to me beyond the proof I had before that it's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, we'll be all right. And that, that, that makes me, that makes me happy, you know? It does. It make it's, you know, I'm joyful about everything, but it does make me very happy to know that no matter what, things are going to be okay. Tomorrow's going to happen. You're going to be there. It's going to be great. That's really a thought that got me through it, I think. It's just like, no matter what, it's going to be okay. Even worst case scenario happens in today. Like, that's something I took from Sam Rod's interview that really stuck with me. Is like, I mean, you know what? Let's say, let's say there is nothing. Let's say, boom, nothing. No matter what, worst case scenario, things are going to keep going on and it's going to be okay. Oh, yeah. It'll keep happening. I, I, I find that comforting as hell. I really do. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I want to continue fighting for the cause I believe in and, and continue working towards, like, you know, the, the best possible world that we could live in. At, always. But, yeah. We're always going to fall back on the fact that we're going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be all right. Next, next year is going to happen and we're going to wake up on new year's day and realize that not all that much has changed but we can start working towards something better and and keep fighting for the things we care about keep fighting for that change yeah that's so exciting i love it looking back on on 2020 what's one moment that brought you the most joy i'm gonna be really honest it was it was uploading this first episode because october was probably my hardest month if i'm being honest Mm -hmm. with you know it was a tough month mental health and things like that but I uploaded the ep- like the first episode on the 5th, that Monday. Like, that was before we decided what days they were going out or anything. I was just like, fuck it, Monday. And I put it out and, like, and then it hit Spotify. And I was like, whoa, hang on. I looked something that we had done, something that we made was just out there. And I was like, I feel so excited. So that was the big moment for me. And I, it was probably my favorite moment. It's so cool to to feel validated in the things you make and, and to make something and be like, I've created this and I've put some part of my heart into this. Yeah. And then somebody goes, oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And you're like, oh. You're like, oh. thank you. I, I Yeah, having people, some people that I even hadn't met yet uh, had come up to me and been like, hey, you, you're you from a Cosmic Coffee Shop, right? And I'm like, oh, me? <laughs> you know? You know of this thing? Oh, hello. It, it was cool. We, we got to like work with, uh, at my job, we have some freshmen that work for us and they'd be like, I listened to your newest episode. And I'm like, that's, I barely know you and I'm literally overwhelmed. Yeah, just noise. like, <laughs> I don't even know what to do. So emotional. It's really cool. It is, I, I am I am proud of this. Same. It's, it's brought me a lot of, a lot of happiness and, and excitement. I, th- I think my most and I enjoy, but I, I think yeah. I think my most joyful moment from the year is this very specific moment that I remember was at the beginning of quarantine. I, I got separated from from my boyfriend, who's one of my best friends, and we were apart for like two months. And then I was able to fly to go see him. And when I got off the plane, it was like an empty airport. There was like nobody on the plane. I get off the plane, I get on this empty airport, and I was like giddy. I haven't been giddy since I was like seven. <laughs> I was like literally yeah. skipping, a skipping, skipping through the airport <laughs> because I was so like it was it was joy like I was, I was like, yeah. genuinely joyful, and like that moment is kind of an amalgamation of, for me most of the joy throughout my year has been 
the joy that my friends and my family and my loved ones have brought me. Yes, absolutely. Where I, am, I am constantly overwhelmed with how much joy I find in those that I love. And mm-hmm. it, it was hard at this, like this holiday season. I, I was so grateful to see my parents and my sister um, and my grandmothers, but a lot of family members that I didn't get to see. Um, oh, and yeah. we missed that joy in our home. We missed the joy of being near loved ones. And when you are apart from those that you love and those that bring you joy, you have to kind of reckon with how much joy they do bring you because you don't have it near you. And it's made me a lot more grateful. Yeah. I don't know. I It was kind of scary. Luckily, this past time at Christmas, we wore masks and everything, which was very... <laughs> Uh, yeah, excellent. Put my mind at ease, but I, I was able to see some extended family, which was actually surprisingly like like just really nice. Yeah, and like I enjoyed it, so I'm I'm I was lucky in that respect. But also, yeah, I I could imagine it just being harder without that. I, I understand. Yeah, Christmas was a little bit rough. Uh, I lost my grandma over the summer, and so mm-hmm. first one without her, I was just kind of like, huh. Not that I mean, with COVID and everything, it would have been difficult. Anyway, but, you know, it was just the first one without her. So, yeah, I I definitely Mm -hmm. understand missing those loved ones, and that was difficult. But I am glad for the ones that I was able to see and, like, for the time I had with them. And so even if some of it was filled with talking about, you know, politics or things, it's it's okay. Me and my grandfather did not agree on a single political topic. But I would give literally anything to have a political argument with him right now. Yeah. Like, I really would. I Like, we didn't agree on anything. Nothing. <laughs> I would love to have one of those fights again. Absolutely. They're oh, they're, dude, I wouldn't trade it because I know I'll look back and be like, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, all, all the time you get to spend with the people you love. Is, Absolutely. It's really incredibly really important. Yeah. And so like, if, if you're near your loved ones, send them, send them love. Yeah. Hug them. Tell Hold them, them that you close. Care about them. If you can't be near them, write them a letter. Everybody likes receiving mail. Dude, I haven't write received a letter. letter in years. If I got if I got a letter, I would feel giddy. That that'd be the word. I'd be like, "Woo!" If someone sent me a letter in the mail, I would lose my mind. I well, actually, no, my friend Tess sent me a letter in the mail, and you know what I did? I lost my mind because it was wonderful. Nice. Incredible. It brought me great joy. It brought me great joy. You know, that's a word I'm hearing a lot like in this throughout this episode, I guess, is joy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's going to stick with me from from this year. I know a lot yeah. of hard things happen, but throughout it, we were able to find joy. Yeah. And I think that's important. That's yeah. probably the most important thing that I learned this year is just like how to constantly have it. Mm-hmm. I would say our, at least mine, my overarching affirmation for everyone for 2021 is is may it be a year filled with joy. May it be a year filled with hope. And may it be a year filled with a new level of care for one another a, a new level of, of interest in the well-being of those around you and and may it be a year of lots and lots of coffee with your favorite podcast hosts <laughs> <laughs> the cosmic coffee that's right this has been an ad for our podcast the whole time. time in fact every episode <laughs> that we put out has secretly been an ad for our show <laughs> Oop. yeah <laughs> it's true we we do really love this it's it's become my favorite thing I, it just has thank you guys for being a part of our uh up up and the ups and downs of 2020 we are blessed to have you and proud to get to share all of these moments with you 
and yeah keep keep joining us every monday because honestly guys this is this is become my favorite thing i want to continue it for as long as i possibly can and we wouldn't have it without you guys so it really does mean a lot that you guys are listening i mean every i'll I'll check our anchor app just to see how many people like listen and at first you know the episode will get two or three plays i'm like oh but then it'll like bump up a lot like most most of them have at least 30 and i'm like we've got we've got people that listen we've got people that follow Mm -hmm. this and so to you guys, yeah. I just want to say thank you so much. You guys kick ass. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with with that, with this wonderful conversation, I say yeah. we move forward into 2021 with strength and excitement. Um, Joy. And for all of you guys, you know, hold your loved ones close. Have a wonderful New Year's. And I hope that your next year is filled with many wonderful prospects with joy and happiness and love for those around you. And until next time, yeah, drink some coffee, guys. (laughs) See you soon. Bye, guys.